Are you ready for this? Your boys are back. Show dog. It's WrestleMania 15. <laughs> Main event, The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Gola. Whitey, again, that motherfucker just hit a third. Suck my dick, New York. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, holy fuck, that guy hit some tanks, baby. And KG. It's, it's tough. As I, can, I, don't, I don't know. I don't even know. I'm sorry. I just got worked up about Girardi. I fucking hate the guy. <laughs> Bringing you hot take after hot take. It's BDB. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of BDB. Today's episode, we'll be talking Celtics, game one against the Miami Heat. Little PGA tour. We got a draft coming up. Um, yeah, we'll, well, I mean, we'll start rating with the Celtics. Pretty uh, tale of two halves, man. Yeah, not even halves. It's probably just one quarter. Um, I think they probably outscored them in the first, second, and fourth quarters, but got dominated. They in the did. Third yeah, they outscored them by three in the first, five in the second, and six in the fourth. But I got outscored by wow. twenty-five in the third. So. That will do it. That's the story of the it game. Was, like they uh, literally just shit down their leg. They put up a stat during the. So, I think it was in the beginning of the third quarter, and they said the Heat have the best third quarter of the playoffs of any team, and it I was like crazy team. the number that they've outscored their opponents by. It was, it was a big number. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Spolster is obviously good at something yeah. half then. Yeah, I and I, I was gonna bring that up when we started talking about this. I think this is probably the first time in the playoffs uh, in either series that um, the team the Celtics have been going against has a coaching advantage. I think that we, we can all both yeah. all of us can agree Spolster is probably the if not top two coaches in the NBA. Um, and I, I so I do think it, it may be a small a small part of it, but I do think Miami's got a uh, a pretty big coaching advantage in this series right now. Yeah. I, think, I thought um, I thought he was a fraud like when he first came to the NBA because yeah, no like right. he took over the, like the Heat team that had obviously LeBron, yeah, Bosh. Yeah. I thought he was complete fraud, and then like after all those guys left and like he still was like coaching good teams, yeah. it kind of opens your eyes. I I um, liked how like after the game they were asking him and he was like, "Well, we we actually lost three quarters." He's like, if if we don't have a good third quarter, then we're we're down 0-1 right now. So he wasn't like high on his horse. Um, I feel like some coaches would be like, yeah, well, we just kicked their ass. It's like, no, nah, he's like keeping his team at bay. Like, hey, we we actually lost three quarters, and uh, if we don't have a great third quarter, we're 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 down 0-1. And I don't even know if that was coaching as much as just the Celtics just came out and and like I said, they just laid an egg, man. Like like Tatum was just lazy passes and. It wasn't like lazy I, I, passes turnovers. It was lazy passes points. That that will kill Tatum, you. Tatum, Tatum lost. Tatum was the reason they lost the fucking game. I I don't. I was infuriated just watching that fucking asshole in the third quarter. He looked disinterested. He had a little bit going. He was turning the ball over, and he wasn't hustling back. Every fucking time down the court, if he got bumped, he lost his fucking shit because he didn't call a foul. I have like legitimately almost had enough of that fucking guy. I. He drives me fucking nuts. Yep. Like, I am, I am like legit, like going towards like with Kev on this, where I'm almost to the point where I don't like him because 
you know what the difference is between him and a guy like Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler just shuts the fuck up and plays. And you look what Jimmy Butler did last night. Jason Tatum is not on that level yet. Skill-wise, he might be. But the mental capacity of that fucking guy right now, he he gets poopy pants way too much. I have – he needs to figure it the fuck out if the Celtics want to win a championship. Because if he if he plays and acts like he did in the third quarter, they're fucked. Like maybe maybe he had that's more turnover- uh, go ahead. No, it's like he had more going. fucking he had more turnovers in the third quarter last night than any other player in the Celtics fucking had the whole game. In fact, he had three times as many than the rest of the Celtics had in the fucking any individual player had in the whole game. He was dog shit in the third quarter. I think he is the reason. Why the reason why they lost? It was completely fucking horrible, and I just I don't know, dude. Like I like there's so many games you watch him and you just like love what he does, and then he does this. But I think he does this shit where he gets poopy pants and like baby tits about everything far too often, and I think it negatively affect negatively affects Celtics a lot when he does it, especially when you don't have guys like Smart. A Horford on the floor to be like, fucking chill the fuck out, calm down, we're fine. And that was a huge thing that they didn't have is they didn't have those guys to kind of fucking wrangle him back in and settle things down. Because I think I, they just I don't know from a leading standpoint I don't think he's there yet. When you're it's winning, like, if, when you're no, it's <laughs> all good. When you're winning, things are things are loose, things are like you know they come easy to you. But like when you start losing and like the way the Heat just stomped the shit out of them in the third. Like that's when like your true uh, like character comes out, and I think we saw Tatum's character that quarter. Uh, I've never seen a player in the NBA bitch more about fouls. Like th- there was a play where I think Deadman got a rebound, and Tatum came down across his face and scraped his face, and they called the foul on it. And so Tatum's calling to challenge it, challenge it. Ch- he does it after every foul call. He always wants to challenge every foul call, and they show the replay, and sure enough, he scraped him right down his face. It's just like. This dude has never committed a foul in his life, I don't think, according to him. And I think that I think that does affect this team in a great way. He is their leader. He is their superstar. He should be the one that, that when things are going bad, he has the emotion to like bring them back up, and he just does not show it yet. And I, I think until he can fix that, dude, this team is not winning a championship. I just don't see it. And I and I think part of that too is the fact that he's only twenty four. Like. We're having we're having a different conversation if he's like 28 and we're still talking about him being like immature and not be able to contain his emotions, but he's still 24. So I understand there's like some maturity, like maturity that he's gonna go through. But last night in that third quarter, I felt like it was the worst that I've seen this playoffs of him. I just in terms of his like general fucking attitude, like things started to get bad and it just he just crumbled. And sure is gearing up I, here. Sure is been pretty quiet. I'm just quiet. letting no, you guys cook this up. It's fucking garbage. It's diarrhea out of the. No, mouth. how is it garbage, you, dude? So you're, oh, so you're, Jimmy Butler has been run out of fucking three cities for Gola. Three cities, not fucking t- teams, not one game. Three cities. The motherfucker's been out of three cities. He's made an I'm NBA saying he's finals. been run out of Chicago. He's been run out of Minnesota, and he was run out of fucking Philadelia. And you wanted to be that guy? I want. Get the fuck I out want, of here. That's garbage. What do you mean that guy? A, what do you mean you wanted to be guy. that guy? Jimmy Butler was a fucking killer last night. You, you know, just wasn't Jason fucking leader, Taylor. and the dude's been run out of three cities. Made an NBA Who, finals. I never said dude. Jimmy Butler was a leader. He made an NBA finals at age thirty. Just saying, he did it. 
What do you? What, I know. What are you talking about? I just said Jimmy Butler is like. How do you think Tatum played between... last night, Jerry? Garbage. Awful. Okay, so you, what? Um, do you so like what, his attitude? It's one game. I'm not. I'm not gonna shoot the guy. I'm not gonna. He's without two starters. Two. Two of his veteran leaders. I'm okay with that. At, on the road. Hey, you're gonna be without Horford game two, I think too. I think maybe sus. more. Yeah, maybe more. So does he actually have COVID? Talk about this. Why I don't the know. fuck are they still testing these guys? Unless somebody's yeah, like incredibly why are we even why are they even doing it? Um I just I don't No get fans it. have masks. Like they're just like sitting next to the bench. There's, there's like literally guys right next to the bench that sit courtside that never have worn a mask. They don't get tested. It's it's ridiculous. No, it's fucking stupid. Does it piss you off, Sherry, watching Tatum bitch about every foul call? Does it make you upset? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. But he's gotten better, and he, like when things are good, he's usually pretty good. When he when he when things are going good on the offensive end, he's probably a top. He's probably a top three player in the NBA because when things are good on the offensive end, he's better on defense. So Whoa. he's got to be able to do more when things aren't rolling, and he's right. shown that a little bit. Like in the Brooklyn series, he definitely showed it. Um, in yep. the Milwaukee series, he fouled out. He showed leadership. <clears throat> he fell apart last night, but you know what? The dude's 24 years old. He's literally running off one day's rest. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not overreacting to this kid. I'm not, I, I don't think what I said is an overreaction. I think it's accurate to what he was last night. He was not a leader last night. He was acting like a fucking child when he, cause he wasn't getting his way. Somebody took his ball and he got yeah. fucking cried and went home. Like, I don't think me that me saying that is inaccurate. That's the way he was last night. And in fact, you look at that game last night in the first half, I thought the Celtics played really well. And Tatum played really well. But I feel like the majority of the time when he played well, P.J. Tucker was fucking hurt. He was out. And when Tucker came back in the game, I don't know if it was at the end of the second or the start of the third, thing changed quickly for Tatum and what he did the rest of the game. He only had four shot attempts in the second half. That's because that's he was turning fuck. the fucking ball over, but... Right, but even if he turned, so he turned the ball over six times in the third quarter. I don't know how many shots he took in the third quarter. Tatum should have more than won. four shots in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I think he like, took one in the. Fourth. That's just like going back to that fucking. I can't remember what game it was. Game three or four against the the Nets, when Durant took two shots in the second half. Your superstar should, cannot take two or four shots in a in a fucking playoff game. This in a half. That's like absurd. Yeah, once, um, I mean, once again, that's just turnovers, though. Like, he had the ball, and he's going to make a but play. But he didn't turn the ball over. He had seven turnovers after three quarters. He didn't turn the ball over in the fourth quarter and still took two or three shots. I mean, it's still but, unacceptable. But, but things were going there. Like, like they were – he was making the right passes. I think he had, like, three or four assists in the fourth quarter. Like, the JB finally started knocking down shots. And, like, he had – you know, and he gets – he got skated by on this one, man. He had a garbage game, too. Jalen Brown, right till the final five minutes, and he hit, yeah. like, three threes. He he's skating by. He he's supposed to be a superstar too, and just because Tatum had a bad game, and but I mean Tatum wore it on his on his sleeve more. Like he was showing his emotions, like and it looked like shit. But Jalen Brown didn't have a great game either. It was kind of like Peyton Peyton Pritchard was there, little spark on the coming off the bench. Uh, yeah. I like to see Grant Williams come off the bench. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but he's more of a spark coming off the bench than he is in the starting unit. So. It seemed like uh, Butler and Hero were both like jarring with Pritchett quite a bit during the game. Was it Pritchett? I think it was, yeah. I thought it was was Grant. I feel like no. There was one time towards the end. I saw uh, one of them. They got a switch where Butler had like a pull up around like foul line extended, right, like a 
over Pritchard, and then he turned around and started like jarring at him. And then there was one time there was a timeout, and uh, hero, right? Hero, which was just kind of walking back towards Pritchard. Yeah, but oh, by the I way, mean, I, like um, J- I said that the Celtics won't win a championship until Tatum like fucking figures it out. So they'll probably win this year because I don't think I've got anything right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I do I, think. I, Tatum, if you guys, I don't know if you guys listen to the thing after the game, but he like literally took full one, one hundred percent responsibility. He was like, I fell apart mentally, physically, and I can't let my, I can't let my team down like that in the third quarter. Um, and it affected our entire game, and like that's literally what he said. And mm-hmm. so the fact that he knows it is everything right. you need to know, man. Like I think he'll bounce back. I think that's what young players do. Like people are in love with John ja Morant, and it's like John ja Morant's like one year younger than him, so right. it's like. He gets like, no, why does John get such a pass and, and Tatum doesn't? I don't know, but. And I th- and I think that's I mean, it's it's a good thing that you see him acknowledging what happened, but I think for the Celtics in, in him to take the next step, he needs to understand it in the moment. Yeah. And and it, yeah, you know sure. and I and I do I tr- I really do think a lot you know, part of that is the fact that the two veteran leaders of that team were not playing last night. And I understand Smart was on the bench, but there's only so much you can do from the bench. Like, yeah, I I don't know if you know if Horford and Smart are playing last night. I don't know if that third quarter gets as out of hand because I think no those guys are available to like kind of calm things down. And like Horford is one of those guys. Like he had that monster game. I think it was like game four, game five against Milwaukee. But he he even when he's not scoring, he does so many like small things that just kind of fucking like bring things together for the, for the yeah. Celtics. So I think like they're going to miss him more than um, smart. I said that Horford scared me more, miss him more. But after watching the game, I realized like, okay, we're asking Tatum to do, he's, he's struggling offensively, but then we're also asking him to play Jimmy Butler one-on-one and Jimmy, that, that was the best game you're going to see Jimmy Butler of all series. If you know, if it goes to game seven, no, he might have more and points, he got, and he, but that, that shot, performance what, he put on. Yeah, which is seventeen for eighteen. Hey, some of them, like I'm, I, I'm, I probably like thirteen of them or twelve of them were like one hundred percent legit. But some of them, like they were like Grant Williams stepped forward and then leaned forward with his arms, and then like they were like watch the replay and Stan Gundy, Jeff Van Gundy was like, oh my god, no, he was straight up. Right. Um, one thing too, I think like hurts the Celtics, and like I said, I do believe, I think they're gonna miss Horford more than Smart, but. The fact that they don't have another point guard that they can that can really handle the ball, like yeah. Richard, we talked about this is way better yeah. off ball than he is on the ball. That's what I've been telling and everybody. I, and, and I do think, and I don't love, I don't think Derek White's that guy. I don't know. Like I think it, that they're gonna struggle. I think there was some instances last night, especially in the third quarter, where Smart would have been able to bring the ball up and like settle the offense down. Yeah. But I feel like they just got so like out of control and like kind of like helter skelter about shit. And I think it's because they don't have that like second point guard they can go to when they need to. Yep. What was your guys' take on the flagrant foul they called on Adebayo when he was boxing out? Um, so Williams? I've seen that a few yeah. times. That's not my first time I've seen it, and it's been an intentional foul every time I've seen it. That one was a little bit closer to a shot than than the other ones that I saw. Like the LU, that one went like like hit the square on the backboard, so mm-hmm. I can see more of how I thought that one was a shot. But I have seen it before where they call it intentional. I just don't, I, I mean, it's just a act that save the guy that's going to be going up in the air. I, I mean, I think they, I don't remember. they called it correctly by the way the rules are. Yeah. But I just, I just hate the fucking rule. I just, there's no way I look at that play and say that oh, that's a flagrant foul. Like we got to 
we got to give those team two free throws for this. It just it doesn't do that to me. So, and you know what's like crazy, and we we talk about this from and refing and how they take. We always talked about it like during the during the college basketball tournament, but I that game last night was to me at times like very difficult to watch because there was so many fucking foul calls. Like oh, I, it was, it was what awful. They, what we what we got here? We got the Celtics had 32 free throws and Miami shot 34, 66 fucking free throws. Like that's sad. It was just like awful. Like let the, let them play. Like, what are we doing? And like, especially in that second, I think it was the third quarter. And I understand it seemed like it was worse for the Celtics because of how badly they played. But that second, that third quarter seemed like it went on for an hour. Cause it there did. was so many goddamn foul calls. Just kept going and going. It was like I think it was like like the game started at eight thirty. I feel like it was like damn near eleven, and like yeah. the, the fourth hadn't even started yet. I'm like, holy fuck! But, and I'm not just saying it like Celtics wise. Like there was some on Miami that I was just like, oh yeah, on. this is some fucking like this like, is supposed to be this is supposed to be playoff basketball. Like if if here's my pro like and I'm I'm only bringing this up because it comes to my mind. Like the one on Tatum, he swipes and he barely hits that guy's head. First off, it's a late whistle. And it was a reactionary off, whistle because the only reason he did it was because and it had nothing to do with right. the play. Like it literally had nothing to do with the play. So like, yeah, did he hit him? Yep. Okay, Tatum, you shouldn't act like you did. But but come on, just let him play. It's 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 playoff basketball. Like let let's see some up and down. We don't want to see that. But I like to me like and I know like they'll never do it in the NBA because they're just a bunch of fucking pussies and they just let, let guys do this all the time. But like one thing in hockey, like if you get like a high stick mm-hmm. or there's a penalty. They can legit call a guy for a two-minute unsportsmanlike for embellishment. Yeah. If they if they try to oversell a penalty, like really in the NBA, they should be they should fucking be able to like tee a guy up and be like, what the fuck? They used that? to do like, it on flops. That's what I mean. They still should do it. Like that one that one you're talking about specifically with Tatum. That guy at, at the most he like grazed his fucking nose. Yeah. And I understand it. Don't get me wrong, you hit him. I I I fully admit that. But the guy acted like Tatum like. Decided to throw like a left hand on his Nobody's better chin. at it than Marcus Smart. Was, that guy would have fucking fell over and rolled around out of the like he got no, shot by a cannon. But Dude, I fucking hate it. It's like who were the just, two that got into uh, the? It was Grant Williams double T with who? Oh, Strauss, Strauss, whatever. Strauss, yeah, Strauss, Strauss. yeah, yeah. And there, it's funny the uh, <laughs> push Rob Williams on the floor. Yeah, they're like, there's no way you could even push him over. No. Yeah. That no, was it good. was. I don't know. Whatever, whatever happened to uh, Duncan Robinson? He just doesn't get any playing time anymore, huh? He's not he just, shooting at a high percentage, man. You can't not. defend. Um, he fouls a lot. He has a high percentage of fouls. So, shoots it is, man. And that guy's been phenomenal this year. Was it's, on the Celtics, by the way. I saw he made like their. He didn't get. He went on draft and then made their practice. Oh, yeah. Never actually played an actual regular season game. Got cut before the season started. But it's funny to look at this uh, Heat team until like know they're the number one team in the east yeah they start gabe vincent and friggin max Struess. they start both, both of them, them had phenomenal games no vincent they had, did vincent they did yeah, but i guarantee great. i guarantee like 99 percent of nba fans don't even know these guys yeah i've never heard of them but i also i don't watch the nba but like all the time either but i was funny did i was like i was going through like twitter last night during the game and like Big Cat had tweeted out, it's like this has got to be the greatest game a Gabe has ever played in professional sports. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh shit! But um, I, just, uh... I think that um, 
Thursday night, tomorrow night, I think, uh, or I guess when you listen to this tonight, um, it depends. I think of smart players, I think the Celtics play a little bit better, tighten it up, I think make some shots like they were. I think they'll be all right. But even if they're down 0-2, I just love the bounce back on this team, man. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty confident. And and I look at it, they lost game one against uh, Milwaukee, too, and they come back and won the series in seven. So, And I, may, I was going to ask you guys the other night before we, if we're going to get ready to wrap up, wrap this up, uh, predictions for the conference finals NBA. What do you got? I would say Golden State in six, and I would say uh, Celtics in seven. I'm going to say they go into Miami and win. I'm going to say Miami wins the series. I think home court advantage is just too important. I'm going to say they win it, though, in six. And then I'm going to say – I want to say Dallas because I just love the run they're on because I love Luka, but I think the Warriors – I think same thing, home, home court is so big there. But I'm going to say Warriors in seven. I'm uh, I don't know. Maybe this is me just being. I think the magical run's gonna end. I think Golden State's gonna win the series in five. And I'm gonna just say the Celtics. Although I I gotta be honest, I don't feel great about it. But I'm gonna say say Celtics in seven. Do you think? Um, I'm sure Fagol will be all on board in this. That like one thing maybe Coach K was awful at was creating mental midgets, dude. Because like with this, this, this some players in the NBA. Kyrie, with some, Tatum's playing Kyrie, with them. Game Tatum, Grayson, Al- Grayson, Grayson Allen, Allen a fucking yeah. baby tits. Should I don't know back what's going on with Zion. I, feel like it's, I know Zion's I feel like it's more, What the fuck's going on with him? I feel like it's like mostly like the guys more recently. Like the guys that he had like back in the day, I feel like were like bulldogs. Like that's because he had them for like, more than one year. Yeah. That's, like, yeah, daddy, that's true. Did you guys see? And I, I'm, I, again, I am not saying he probably isn't worth it but did you see how much money that motherfucker was making is like last year at duke i didn't see it what was it pretty sure it's 12 and a half million that sounds right though yeah and it was so funny because he had that quote about there because they were asking him like this was a few years ago or whatever maybe it was more than a few about uh going to the nba and they're like he's like oh you can't put a price on uh coaching these kids Twelve and a half million. I'm pretty sure they put a price on it, my guy. <laughs> it's like, fuck you. They can't put a price on it. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. What does like, What does Saban get? You ready to? I think it's. Like, I don't know. He's a state employee, so it's probably it's public. He's, it'd be a public record. I don't think he's the highest paid college coach, though. Well, what about the guy who went to USC there from Oklahoma? Oh my God, Lincoln Riley. Riley. Uh, and then, um, Lincoln Riley. You so know who else gets? Saban's not some, that. Uh, I don't know. Who's the guy who went from Florida State to Texas A&M? Oh, Jimbo. Jimbo Fisher gets a shit ton of fucking money. Hey, you know who else gets paid a shit ton? Fucking Brian Kelly just got paid. uh, Oh, yes, he did. Brian Kelly's making just as much as Saban, so that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, Lincoln Riley shows he's the highest. Wow. Yeah, Jimbo. Never won, by the way. Never won a national championship, and he's the highest. And he's. And newsflash, he's not going to do it at that fucking shit, shit of a fu- shit school either. So, no. but no, college football, man. Christ, I was say we'll get coming up on that. We're not that close, but mm-hmm. jump into uh, some PGA talk. Ooh, another major. Did you guys see what is what is this major and where is it? This it's is it's a PGA. Okay. It's in Southern Hills, which is in Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma. 
Oh, Oklahoma, yeah. I was just testing you guys. Did you guys <laughs> see the, the pairing? They got Tiger, Spieth, oh, and Rory. Oh, my God. I actually did see that. That's awesome. They I know they them ones and then, do that, but. And I think they have, I think they have Scheffler, Rahm, and Morikawa, too. One, two, and three in the uh, world is another pairing. So I love how they do this shit when they just, like, stack, like, three or four groups, maybe two or three groups with just the absolute, like, just yeah. showstoppers, right? Like, and nobody gives a fuck about any of the other groups. Um, it's awesome, but yeah, I can't even imagine the size of that crowd that's going to be in Tigers pairing. It's going to be massive. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So we went. I uh, I've been to two majors. I'm not to brag, but I've been to two of them. And, but brag. Uh, I went. But brag. So I went to the PGA Championship in old. Five or 06 at Baltimore, New Jersey. And then I think it was probably 2007 or 8, the U.S. Open was in Oakmont. So, and Tiger was playing in both of them. Tiger was in contention on Sunday at Oakmont. He actually had a birdie putt on 18 and he missed it to tie. But you can't, like, unless you're waiting on a hole for him to come up, if you try to follow him around, it's like fucking like seven, eight, nine people deep, like the whole fucking way. It's just like, it's unbelievable how much that fucking guy moves the needle. It's awesome. nuts. It's so cool though, like to see like him up like up close and personal, and like it's so funny because like you know how like whenever you play golf, like you talk to people like, oh, you gotta swing easy, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. No, that guy takes some big daddy hacks with that fucking driver <laughs> when he really wants to. And he still does it to this day, but it's it's so much fun um, going to those I, tournaments. I don't watch golf a ton. Like I really only watch the majors, or I'll watch the Ryder Cup, or I'll watch like the what do they call it now, FedEx Cup or something. Are they what they call it still? Yeah, it's FedEx. But yeah. if Tiger is ever in contention, even if it's like some rinky-dink little tournament, like which he doesn't play in anymore, it's like I'll tune into it just because it's the Tiger effect. He just moves a needle. Like, I don't know if there's ever been anybody else in sports that does what he did. Mm-hmm. Or what he does, I should say. Because he, he's still he's still doing it. Yeah. Um, It's just fucking, it's unbelievable. Like, even, like, I don't, like, even with, like, guys like Steph or LeBron or even Jordan back in the day, Kobe. Like, as popular as they were, I just don't think they did for their sport what Tiger did for golf. No. Yeah. Like, any guy that you talk to on the tour now that's, like, 30 and younger, they're like, I started playing golf because of Tiger Woods. Like, I fell in love with the game because I watched Tiger Woods. So it's like, yeah, he's, um, it's awesome. I want nothing more than the win, too. I would say probably Rory has the, probably the second biggest following, too. Like, for fans yeah, that follow Rory people around. Speed. I think Speed's big, too. I was, I was just going to say, Speed is probably three. Yeah. Uh, but so what an incredible pairing. Oh, it's going to be and Spies- nuts. Speed's kind of got the home cooking too, because he's from Texas. You know, the tournaments in Oklahoma. I'm sure he's going to have a large cont- contingency of fans down there, cheering him on. So, and fun fact: Tiger won one of his majors at Southern Hills back in the day too. So, didn't uh, what did he finish? Speed was up near the top too. He finished second last tournament last week, so he's playing well. Speed, yeah, he had a he had a win. He's had top two finishes. He finished. Second last week and first the week before that, I think. Yeah. I, I, uh, <clears throat> I saw him out at Sunset Ridge today. He was hitting well. <laughs> yeah, swinging a good. You, who'd you play with? Uh, goal is Luke. Uh, Luke's 
uncle's coworker. There you go. He was funny. I showed up and he's like, <clears throat> Hey, Shory, you gonna be all right golfing today? I was like, uh, Yeah. He's like, That fucking guy didn't he, didn't he honk his horn at you? I was like, What do you mean? He's like, You want fucking mad? He goes, Ah, I listened to your podcast where you uh, said you got mad when people honked their horn at you. Who said like, that? All right, golfing today. <laughs> I was like, All right, we got a listener. I love it. We got a listener. Oh, so it. shout out Luke. You should yeah, shout out. Better rate and follow. Yeah. Did you like it? Like and follow. So uh, last week at uh, Byron Nelson, this this golfer, his name's K H Lee, won the tournament, and yeah. uh, he, had, he had a pretty awesome quote. It is uh, the he wants yeah, to be. Uh, the first is to become the number one golfer in the world, and then the second is to become the number one sexiest golfer in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that dude. It's so fucking good. Is he a good looking oh, dude? So... No. no. Not at all. Not at all. No. I love it. I don't know what he looks like. All right, then, but I'll tell you what. They love the confidence. And yeah, then he came out was talking about being sexy, and he's like talking about how he eats food, and he's like saying like, if I have a big lunch, I'm like, I'm gonna skip dinner that night, and then dinner rolls around, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna eat dinner. <laughs> gonna have that dinner. <laughs> Been there, do that. I love it. Yeah, pretty awesome. Who do you guys have winning this week? You had to pick one um, golfer. This is not a gambling thing, so like, oh, I would, obviously. I would pick Jordan. I mean, Spieth's the guy that I would, I'll be rooting for. So you think, so you think Spieth will win? Is what I'm saying. And I mean, yeah, Annie had, he's been hot, so yeah. I'll, I'll ride the double there. Um, Spieth is one of the guys I like. I took him in a little pool. We do guy that I didn't take, but I like this week because I think, uh, because of the greens and the length and the wind and. I think the course is going to play similar to a U.S. Open course. And one guy who usually plays good in the U.S. Open is Dustin Johnson. So I'm going to take DJ. I'm going to take DJ this week. I'm going to go Justin Thomas. Like his game, dude. I just think he's too good to, I don't know. I don't even know how many majors he has. Does he even have one? He's got one. Got one. He won a PGA. Uh, I can't remember where he did it. I want to say it was in Kentucky somewhere or Louisville. I mean, Louisville's in Kentucky, but. yeah, I'll go JT. Uh, and then returning champ, I think we kind of talked about this before, but returning champ not playing in this tournament this year. That is your boy, Lefty Phil. Well, how many times that's okay. happened where the returning champ mm. didn't actually play in the, the following year's tournament? I'm sure that's I, rare. I feel like it's only has to have, like it's got to be because of injury. Most of the time it's not because yeah. of scumbags. shit that's good man what did they offer uh nicholas there how much money was it oh 100 million 100 million and what was it to do was it to play in it or was it just to be like an ambassador or something to be the like the face of it to be the face yeah and he said those guys got some serious fucking coin oh my god holy fuck yeah well no shit they're like they like run the fucking oil in the in the world, right? The Saudis, like it's yeah. Yeah, pretty much as the oil industry goes, you know, as the Saudi. So it's like, and they're all scumbags. So. And I stopped to get some gas today. I think they're doing all right. <laughs> fucking yeah, prices. Four eighty two. Get out of town. It's We're on episode twenty three. Gas prices right now are four eighty two in South Portland. Okay, we'll keep track. <laughs> It's disgusting. It's we don't need to get into it's it. It's fucking ridiculous. So today's draft 
is going to be who we picked di- that died too young. So, like, we would revive them at the age that they died. Uh-huh. Yeah, died right. Let them young. live their life on. And so we are, yeah. like, their lifeline. Um, I think this is going to be a fun draft. We'll see some probably some athletes, some singers, some actors. Um, it has to be a celebrity, so should be fun. Yeah. Um, this is another one that I don't know if there's really a true, like, clear-cut number one, right? I mean, I think each of us are going to have a different guy or, or girl. That's I feel probably... like there is a clear-cut one. Oh, I think it is for me, too. Okay. I wonder if it's the same. But we'll find out. Well, I'll let Fagola, you got the first, um, well, you got the first number. It is picking. I guess I really rolled this one up. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Jesus, oh, man. We're going to find out. Number one. Oh. Kev, you will pick. My wife tells me that when I'm nervous and I don't know what to say. Like if I go to a fast food line or something and I'm like, or I, and I don't know what I'm going to say, I go, I just did it. <laughs> just learned this this weekend. Kev, you're number two and I'm number three. So, okay. uh, same order as the last time. I think it is. So I feel like there's an athlete or there's an individual that's pretty obvious on this situation. There's absolutely zero chance you can do this to me. Out of respect for Kevin. All right. I'm I'll say, not you've already done it to me in. once. I'm not going to take that individual. Who I am going to take is one of the funniest fucking human beings to ever walk this earth. It's Chris Farley. That's That was my that number one. That guy is, he, everything he did was so goddamn comical. He was one of the funniest motherfuckers to ever walk the planet. And... That do like the party and the booze and the cocaine. Oh, my cool. God. And but he was just so was, funny and everyone loved him, dude. And like you hear all the time, like you'd see like interviews with like Sandler and David Spade yeah. and those guys. And they're like, I don't care who you're around. He's like, they're like, Chris Farley was the funniest person in the room. It doesn't matter who was in it. Chris Farley was the guy. So and I just wish you like the guy, everything he did, like. Tommy Boy is like such a great watch. And like his cameo and like Billy Madison is the bus driver. He's just comical as all hell. So Farley is to me no brainer. Um dude is so fucking funny. I would have I would have pegged him way older than this, but he was only thirty three years old yeah, when he died. I know. Do you guys remember where you were when you found out? He died? Yeah. No. I I remember. It was December 18th, 1997. I could not even. Yeah, I was at the GRCC. How old were you then? You must have been like seven. I had to have been like third grade. Nine. 97? How old were you in 97? Eight. Eight? Yeah. The GRCC, yeah? Yep. I remember it. Yeah, I I do not remember that. Yep. I, I was, I, I. I was going to lose it, dude, if you'd fucking pulled Kobe from me wow. on two different episodes. So let me uh, let me say, let me tell you this. If I if Kobe was like playing, still playing when he had died, I would have taken him one because mm-hmm. I feel like and, and don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying like he wouldn't weren't going to do great things like in his post playing career. That's not what I'm saying. 
But mm-hmm. I think if he was like only 30 and it happened when he's still playing, no doubt about it, because the guy was a fucking legend. And he still is. But it, because he was he had already retired, I, and you got the second pick, out of respect for you. And yeah. I'm I'm you know, Farley's the man. So Yeah, yeah, he is. So I'm definitely taking Kobe too. Um like that he was retired. The dude had j- just won an Oscar because of his short film, which still blows my mind. Like I think he only got an Oscar because he narrated it, but it was only like a five-minute film, but he still had an Oscar in his trophy case, which still is crazy to me. Um, I think this dude was going to get somewhere with probably management with sports, and I'm sure he would have been a damn good one because I feel like anything he did, he was just like he put everything into it. But the thing about like this list to me is that like guys like Farley, like, Farley died of a drug overdose. Like Kobe died in a freak accident to me, and like that's what mm-hmm. – like that's what sucks. Like he didn't choose to die. Obviously like Farley knew what he was doing, like could have killed him. You right. know what I mean? Kobe just died in a freak accident with his daughter with them. And like, it's, it's like one of those things that's like breaks your heart, obviously. And like left the daughter behind, like his, his wife behind. So like Kobe's my all time, like friggin' idol growing up. I love the guy and uh, yeah, gone way too early. That, that is one that I definitely, I mean, granted, obviously it's more like recent, so I should remember it, but I definitely remember that. And I, I think I'll always remember where I was when I found that out. Yep. That was awful news. Um, <clears throat> for my first pick, um, he would have been my second one, but as the t- notorious B.I.G., mm. Biggie Smalls. Um, Biggie. He was... Yeah, he, I mean, you put his music on, it's like everybody knows it. Everyone starts singing. Um, love Biggie. Yep, I had him on my list too, dude. I mean, I don't know a ton about Biggie. I wasn't like huge into rap, but it's like the rap songs I do know of him like are obviously yeah. like, iconic. Yep. Yeah. It was all a dream. Used to be word of. Um, <clears throat> my next one, I'm gonna go. I think this is gonna be surprise both of you that I'm gonna take him this this early I, i'm probably on your list but probably the most american athlete of all time pat tillman mm, had him too dude yep. he is yep. obviously quit the nfl to go fight for his country and got shot by friendly fire but what a true american man and he was a good football player it wasn't like he was just a, a scrub he oh, was oh. actually balling out um as a safety for the arizona cardinals just a star and man. wasn't yeah. it i'll say wasn't it too like he he was going to, and he was like in line to make like, wasn't it like at the time it was a lot of money, oh, yeah. 18 or 20 million or something like that. And he, he passed it up and went and that, I mean, just the most selfless thing fucking anybody could do. Um, just an absolute legend. Yeah. This goes like what, what I was saying about Kobe, like, you know, he didn't choose his death. Like this, this is like bigger than Kobe. Like Kobe died in a freak accident. This guy was like mm-hmm. fighting for our country. And like, that's, nah, that's, it's insane. Like, and, he died at 27 years old. So young. And you know what makes it even more fucked up? I'm pretty positive they figured out, like, didn't he die a friendly fire? Yeah, yeah he sure said that. Wasn't it like another American soldier that fucking... And they were, like, trying to hide it, too, for a while. Right, they were trying to cover it up, because, yeah. The government was trying to cover something up that they fucked up? I can't <laughs> no, imagine. couldn't be. Fucking scumbags. The best is on his Wikipedia page. His nickname is Pat. It's like, no shit, his nickname is Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to love it. <laughs> No, he had a twin brother, right? I exited out of the tab. I, don't know. <laughs> I, think he, I think he did. Twin brother wasn't as good at football, but yes, they both went and they joined the army. Um, all right. 
I'm going to go with, um, I think maybe, maybe with kids nowadays don't know this, but like maybe the, the one of those most well-known musicians of all time, I'll go with Elvis. Elvis died at 42 years old of heart condition. I don't know if it's like a heart attack or whatnot, but like, I feel like this dude created rock and roll. He put like, like that whole genre of music, like was created basically because of him. And like, he made like it cool. Like you go to Vegas and you still see people lined up dressed up as Elvis because he yeah. still makes that big of an impact, man. Mm. Yeah. I feel like you ask any of our parents, like who their favorite singer is, like they're probably going to say Elvis because like they grew up with it or maybe my dad did. Right. I don't know. Um, I am going to go with one of the baddest motherfuckers to ever step on the football field. One of the hardest hitting motherfuckers to ever do it. Sean Taylor was an absolute savage. The, I always think of the one thing I think of is that clip of him in the Pro Bowl when Brian tried to run a fake punt and he absolutely just fucking bulldozes him. It was unfortunate he was an absolute superstar and obviously it was unfortunate how everything happened did him. you guys ever watch um, the documentary on him nope oh uh, it was in a 30 for 30 i think it was yes i i don't think i don't think i have shory i just oh it's I, I, he is I, so I, unique and so awesome of a human being like he would just show up and like at like and he'd like show up on a bicycle like randomly and then like people he like saw an old picture from like the 1970s of a guy with tape on his face mask so he'd show up to practice with his face mask taped up and they were like well you can't do that he'd be like show up the next day with tape on his and then he would show up with two different cleats like just like and like people would say something to him he would just look at him like yeah just like nod his head and then just show up and ball out and then like they were like hey brett five's gonna try to throw this deep on you and he'd just be like yep and then Brett Favre would try to throw it deep, and he would be on the other side of the field, and he just would. It was on. It was the the stuff they were talking about, like that he knew he was just so smart, but he was like unique of a human being. Like he wasn't out there yeah. like showing off and stuff like that. He was just different, man. And what an athlete! And they said, for, yeah, I was gonna say, people say he's like one of the most like freakish fucking athletes you could have played. There was like multiple people said he could have made the NFL play in like five different positions. He was yeah. that good of a fucking He went athlete. to Florida State as a, as a running back, back and right? Clinton Portis was there and he was like and I don't, Portis and I, He goes, I don't wanna I want I wanna hit people. And he was <laughs> oh, like, he I hit just people. the other side of the ball. They're like, No, we recruited you as a running back and he was like, No, no. I wanna hit people. Just for people who don't know, like Taylor died at twenty four. He died in his home because burglars broke into his home shot him in his leg, and then he bled to death because they hit his artery in his leg. Awful. For people who don't know. Yeah. Uh, my next pick, I'm going to go a little bit different here. Um, this is another one somewhat you kind of remember from your childhood, but even now the guy is just a fucking legend, and that is Steve Irwin. Oh. Fucking goddamn stingrays fucking suck a bob in that motherfucker's <laughs> chest. Mm. But all you can, all I can hear is him in his Australian accent, accent talking, you know, saying crikey and like grabbing alligators and grabbing all these reptiles. And the guy was just a fucking, oh, look at this beauty. And he's just unbelievable, <laughs> dude. I can't do it any justice. But oh, that sounded really good. He was, that was, he was fucking, he was awesome. No, that was off the cuff. That was, but yeah, that yeah was Steve Irwin, good, man. Absolute fucking legend. 
he was 44. I thought he'd be old enough, but he was 44 when he died. But I think one of the coolest things about this is that his son has like, is like basically became the same person his dad was. And yeah. it's like basically just it's like awesome. living his dad's legacy. I think it's like so cool. Like his son goes on all the talk shows and like brings like the exotic animals on and all that shit. Same thing like and, Steve did. I think that's so cool. And they have a show, I think. I, I mean, it's not that I watch it religiously, but I think I've, I've seen a few episodes. I think it's on Animal Planet. Um, I think it, whatever. And it's them. They have a park or some like ref, wildlife refuge or something. And it's just basically the mother and the son and the daughter. And that's what they do all the time. It's, it's, but yeah, it's pretty cool that he kind of followed right in his father's footsteps. Yep. Yep. He did. All right. Back to me, dude. You know what? This is a, this is a sport. I just never really got into, um, but I'm going to go with, the intimidator dale earnhardt uh obviously he basically the way he died he basically changed the sport for the better it sucks that it happened but like they after he died they like all right we got to fix this they went in they like rehauled the cars they put in like these systems that basically Uh don't allow them to yeah don't love the tip and all this stuff so it sucks that he died but like basically what he did is almost like it's saved lives basically down the road for him but he died 49 years old his son has tried to follow his footsteps and he's not quite as successful as Irwin's son i could say but yeah i'll go earnhardt he did win a 500 also on my list um i that was another one i it's so weird like all i'm going through all these that one i do remember where i was i remember i was at my parents house um and i remember my aunt and uncle were over for dinner, and I remember it was on the on the TV, and I remember it being like Dale Earnhardt died because for that crash, but kind of weird. I don't know why I remember it. I never got into racing either. I just I can't can't stand it. But and I don't think she listens. But uh, Megan Fitzmorris, better known as Megan Smith, if you're listening, that pick was for you. <laughs> you think she's a big listener? I don't know. <sighs> All right, I am gonna. <laughs> I got, I got a good one, um, but I'll go. Um, I'll take. I'm gonna take Jose Fernandez. Yeah. Um, I was between two athletes, so I'm gonna take Jose Fernandez because I'm more familiar with him. Um, he was probably one of the top five pitchers in baseball when he died. I don't know how old he was. Probably less than twenty. He was younger than twenty-five. I feel like. Yeah, but, he was uh, only uh, 24. Yeah. What an electric pitcher. Um, was on his way to be maybe the best in the league and, you know, got in a boat in an accident um, with some friends and, and passed away. Drinking and drugs. They were talking about like two or three in the morning. They died. I think that boat crashed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, super hit, unfortunate. Hit a reef or something like that, right? Yep. Not a reef, but like a rocks. Yeah, it was like rocks. Yeah. He's He was awesome. Like he, he was obviously nasty. He had like super skill, but like his personality was like, great. yeah, there was, was a, awesome. there was a play when he, he pitched it and like camera who'd a comebacker at him and he caught it, I think. And, uh, well, he definitely caught it. And then like the guy was like, did you catch that? And he was like laughing at him, like, as he walked off, like, I just, I'll always remember that about Fernandez. Uh, he was electric. My next Absolute one, electric. <clears throat> I don't think he's on either one of your lists, but I'm still going to take him because I, I just loved him. Um, this is a big, Black Christopher Boinkin. Oh my God, he died! I didn't know he died. <laughs> he 
Yeah. He was, but he was the man, right? Everybody knows who he was. Oh, uh, that was a good show. Man. Walked around I used to watch. Like, was the legend. I used to right? watch that shit all the time. Like Rob Deere X Fantasy Factory and Robin Big oh, used to watch it all man. the time. Yeah. What a legend. Legend yeah, live the life. Forty-five years old. You just, you just, that just ruined my night, dude. <laughs> my bad. My bad. When I, yeah. I did a little research on this one, and then when I saw his name, I was like, he's he's got to be like, yeah, got to be art troubles. I was really hoping to get Farley and um and uh, Biggie, and so I could have like the big crew, all the big boys. (laughs) (laughs) I was going going for like the big dudes. So, but unbelievable, man. Shit. All right. Uh, da 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 da. All right, I'm going to go with. I'm just going to look something up real quick. Sorry. Yeah. So it's kind of going against what I said earlier, but I'm going to. I think this guy, just the way, like, I'm going to go with Heath Ledger. Um, Died at 28. He died of drug use. Uh, I don't know. It was like overdosed on something. I don't know what it was. I don't care to look into it. But. Basically coming off of I don't like the Dark Knight. I don't know if if that role makes him better because he died. You know what I mean? If that role is like all he of a sudden was. like it's kind of like Kobe. I think Kobe got put in a different pinnacle because he died. I almost think like Heath Ledger dying almost makes his role seem like it was better than maybe it was, but like it was still incredible. Like uh, he the movies came out, I think after he died, and then he also won an Oscar for like best supporting actor in that movie, and I feel like that's very rare. I don't know how often that's ever happened, but um, yeah, it was so good in the Dark Knight Rises. So good. Yeah, and like they, they didn't they say like some of the and I don't know this. Maybe it's just all like assumptions, but because he's like would claim to be like a method actor, right? So they get fully like entrenched in like their roles yeah. and what they do, and like part of it they said was like he just couldn't get out of being the Joker, and it like kind of mm-hmm. fucked him up. Um, why um, so serious <laughs> yup <laughs> got it no you fucking crush that one dude that was good yeah it was um good um alright I'm gonna go here I think I'm going with this guy because I feel like the Celtics dynasty or the Celtics run in the late 80s early 90s would have continued and that is Len Bias Um, obviously the Celtics took him. I think it was second pick overall. Um, the night of the draft died of, uh, cocaine overdose, but it seemed like it was kind of like one of being one of those things where it was like a passing of the torch from like bird and McHale and those guys to him. Um, and, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I, in my head, I think the Celtics would have continued to roll through the mid nineties and said, they ended up with Rick Pitino as a coach, and that was a complete and utter fucking disaster. So, and from what I've read about this, because I've read quite a bit about it, is that supposedly it was the only time he's ever done cocaine, which is brutal. Yeah, but if you've it. learned anything from this draft, that is do don't not do cocaine. drugs. Yeah, just don't do it. Yeah. It's just awful, man. How did the Celtics uh, have that pick? I don't know. They must have traded for it. They had to because they they had the best record in the NBA that year. It was number two pick, right? Yeah, number two overall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Len Bias draft pick trade right here. 
The Celtics lucked into the second pick of the 86 draft by dealing Gerald Henderson to the Supersonics back in 84. Mm. Wow. Gerald Henderson's son, dude. Dookie. There you go. Um, so my last one, I can go a couple different ways with this, but I am just go, I'm going to go with Paul Walker because oh. that guy was one of the biggest fucking man rockets in the history of the universe. <laughs> and I pretty much like want to bring him back so I can just stare in those fucking sea blue eyes. of his. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm 97% sure if he came up to me in a bar and said, you're coming home with me tonight, I'd go with him. And I'm as straight, I'm as straight as it gets, but you know what? That guy is one sexy motherfucker, and if he wanted to take me home, I'd probably go with him. So, I, I don't. I, I, it's almost like crazy. It's crazy how he died because like he's known for the Fast and Furious movies, and right. he dies in a car crash. You know what I mean? Like how many? And how? There's been friggin' twelve of those movies, probably Fast and Furious, and there's car crashes in every single movie, and like he dies because of a car crash. You know, it's just yeah. It's 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 a weird. It's a wild story, basically. But yeah, he yeah. died at forty years old. I was actually doing research on him because he was going to be my next pick. So, wow. Big up yourself, dude. Big up. I. Uh, damn. I do a little bit of research now. I'm on the spot. I think I know what I'm going to do. Yep. Uh,. I'm going to go with John Lennon. John Lennon died at 40 years old, part of the Beatles. I think we all know that, but he got shot. Um, do you guys know who the assassin was? Um, it's another three names, right? I think so. I think every, I think everyone's known as every, everyone who does that. It's like, and I keep thinking of like, it's like I'm in my head. I'm like, Lee Harvey Oswald, like no, that was JFK. John, uh, John Wilkes Booth, no, that was Lincoln. It's Mark it's David. Mark David Chapman. I don't but, know yeah. I got that. Yeah, it's. I don't know why they're always known as three name people, but they are. But uh, yeah, I'll go with Lennon. Do you guys like the Beatles? Like, are you a fan of their music? Fucking hate the Beatles. <laughs> well, I could listen to their music. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I don't like think I I don't like go out of my way to listen to it, but I don't have an issue with it. I guess is probably how I feel about it. And it's, I mean, don't get me wrong, some of their songs are bangers, but yeah, if I'm listening like classic rock music and like say if I'm on like a shuffle like on my phone, you know, and a classic rock list and their song comes on, I probably won't change it. I'll listen to it. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna go. <clears throat> You kind of touched on it, but it's the uh, bad boy president. That's JFK. Um, shot dead at 46, but the guy was uh, a legend. Good thing he was doing the things he was doing before social media and cameras and phones <laughs> and all that shit because he was a bad boy. And uh, I just feel like the whole story with the, the, the whole family is nuts, but um, I think I would bring him back. For sure, and I think my wife would be very happy too because she's a big JFK fan. I was gonna say you made that pick because of Kimmy, dude. dude well, I'll you know what? Say- you guys kind of fucked me because my next top choice was Tupac, and I just thought he'd be gone. So I was like, well, my only other, well, I, I, there was one other person, but you guys don't know him, so I would probably wouldn't be so great. I, I had Tupac on the list, so I had Tupac, yeah. Well, and then like I, I kind of find it funny because like 
when we said so that was the last pick, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when we start talking about this whole situation, and sure he throws out an example and he doesn't even fucking use it. I thought for sure you're gonna go with Robert Williams. I, I wanted to use an example that I thought was like middle of the pack, but we definitely oh, missed Williams Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Um, that was See, a big miss, I think, because he's a legend actor. No, he's um, unbelievable. But like I've truthfully, like I don't watch a lot of movies anymore, so like I never saw Black Panther. I also feel I, like he I just wasn't in enough yet. Like he was on his way to being probably the. You know what the whole. I think Michael B. Jordan is probably the best like black ath- uh, actor right now, in my opinion. And then I think that Chadwick Boseman was number two. So I feel like he'd be right, right with uh, Michael B. Jordan. I just don't think he acted in enough movies. Black Panther, baby. What's, Which is phenomenal. What's nuts about that whole thing is the fact that, like nobody knew what he was going through either. Yeah. Yeah, it's like he not, was filming yeah, filming right. Black Panther and like going through like chemo treatments or radiation treatments and shit like that. It's just fucking crazy. Um, but no, sure. Like Robin Williams is another. I like. I know you. Yeah, I have Robin example, Williams wrote down. Robin Williams is unfucking believable. Like, I he's one of the actors in my favorite movie of all time, and it's probably basic as all fucking hell. But um, Good Will Hunting. But like, he's just he's such a, he's incredible at everything he did. And also, like him, like he seemed like the happiest dude in the world. Yeah. Like every time you saw him, and then he was obviously fighting some demons. People inside. got demons. People's got demons, man. Hey, I had one, um, one quick guy. thing about JFK, dude. One quick thing. I think that one of the funniest things, though, about this, anyone in this list, is the memes with JFK, where it talks about like if Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook was the shooter. And it shows like JFK with like gray hair and like still living, you know. Yeah, but like going back to what you said about JFK and like obviously if he was around for social media, he just like he may set the world more on fire than like Trump did because like people would be talking to him like crushing mail on the wall and like (laughs) it would be unfucking believable, dude. There was Twitter back then; it would have been nuts. (laughs) It'd be (laughs) fucking fantastic. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm trying to um, think if I, I don't think. Have you guys ever heard of Juice World? No. Nah, he's a rapper. He's he is. Oh. He was a phenomenal rapper. He's probably he's got probably like six big time hits. Um, he was a lawyer and he dropped out of school, um, to be a rapper and then he just. I don't know. He he really does have good music, in my opinion. Like one of my favorite like new rappers, but obviously he died of overdose. And like literally, if you like listen to his music, there's hints that he's overdosed. Like he's gonna die of drugs. Like he knew it. It was it's kind of nuts. Never heard of him, dude. I'm Somebody else I had on the way to Boston. <laughs> Somebody else I had was, uh, and I just remember him from like Animal House. Mm-hmm. And you see some clips from SNL, but you hear everybody talk about how funny fucking Belushi was. Yep. I had that dude. Just yep. app, comical as all fucking hell. Drug use. What do you know? 33 years old. And there's so many more. Like you look back and like, like, like musicians, like they always talk about like the whole forever 27 thing. Like it's nuts. Like yep. some of the people, Cobain, Hendrix, Morrison, Janis Joplin, Joplin, Amy Winehouse, it's just fucking nuts. It's a weird number. It is, man. I had um I had uh Lou Gehrig. I mean like ALS, it's like basically yeah, known yeah. as like Lou Gehrig's disease yeah. now, so you know what I mean, because of him. Uh but yeah, thirty seven years old. So 
Dude was a legend. Another one too, like basketball wise, with the Celtics. Reggie Lewis was another one, but Reggie Lewis was kind of that a was fucking stud. on court. Yeah, died. Yeah, didn't have heart issues on the court. Cardiac arrest. Did we lose the goal? We did. Um, Must be that buck. Oh, we lost you. You were all frozen. <clears throat> yeah. I say it's that Buckfield internet. Oh. <laughs> it Fuck was like guys. I don't know if you just saw that, Kev, but he, it came back and his video was like in super fast forward. Oh, I didn't so see like, it. Like twitching and shit. Yeah, was doing, dude. Like you were twitching out. Oh fuck. The only other one I had on my list, and I don't really know much about him because it was way before my time, but was James Dean. He died at 24 years old in a car accident, and I like, yeah, he was in some like just like Rebel Without a Cause, like a bigger name movie. But I mean, that was in 1955, so it's like way before any of our time. So speaking of another guy that people say just a goddamn like a man rocket of his time i guess mm-hmm. yep chicks are just still fucking creaming at jeans over that guy even to this day <laughs> in 2022 but man, it was crazy because i was like looking it up and like like you know like trying to get prepared for this looking up celebrities death and they say that he was only in like two or three major movies in the 50s but he was so good at what he did like he's just like one of the most like revered fucking actors of his like generation and like in history it's it's crazy yep Hey, sure. Before you before you jumped on, I was telling Kev. So I was looking up, like, trying to see if I like remembered any athletes that I had forgotten or whatever. So I was like looking at baseball players, and like we're on Wikipedia, and they have like the player, and they have all the information, and then it has like the date they died and the cause of death. The amount of fucking baseball players that died of tuberculosis in the fucking late 1800s was staggering. I swear <laughs> to God, it was like fucking Talk 25 in a month. <laughs> yeah, God damn it! It's amazing, you know. Fucking, you don't see anybody dying twenty-two because of it now, but yeah, obviously because there's a fucking. Do you think that people? It, but... Yeah, do you think people got vaccine? Ah, oh, we shouldn't get into that. No, I'm not getting into it. I, that's why I stopped saying it. I just never mind. We can cut this shit. I'm not getting political about it because I hope they. I fucking hate politics and I hate wish it all fucking Bingo. die. Um, anything else you guys got? <laughs> that was like, sorry guys, that was aggressive. <laughs> Uh, Sox Saturday, Boston. It's going to be yes. probably oh, gonna some, de- some debauchery. 93 yeah. fucking degrees, dude. I'm not mentally prepared to fucking roll it, though. I re- I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not. Are you prepared to sweat your tits off? Yeah, I do that anyways. It's going to be toasty. I don't know what's going to be worse, the amount that I drink or the amount that I sweat out. I'm going to have to keep out. some waters in me because well, if it's 93 fucking degrees it's gonna be awful you know right how many now, people, like that's a, no i trust me i probably know that's a, that's the thing that's cra- crazy about how hot it is sometimes like you could probably drink like 27 beers and like not feel drunk because you sweat every fucking drop of alcohol out currently mariners 17 and 21 socks are currently 15 and 22 solid records and then we have a chris flexen First, Garrett Whitlock, first probable starters. If, if I wanted to watch anyone, it would be Whitlock, I'll take. Mm. But if it's fickle, he's yeah, probably, gonna, he's get probably gonna get rocked because it's the rest of what's all my team does is get fucking rocked. I'm fucking. If it was this. me, I'd want to see like the two worst pitchers doing it so we can just see hits. That's what I want. That's <laughs> just, just. I don't want to go to a game yeah. to see a fucking one nothing game. I want to go to a game to see like a fifteen to fourteen game. Yeah. 
That's what I want. I haven't. Um, I don't know if I've ever been to a game where it's like a true slugfest. I've been to like games before where one team's like they've won like eight nothing, but I don't think I've ever been to anything where it's like thirteen to twelve or some shit like that. I have my first ever game was like that. It was like they scored like ten or eleven runs, and it was Jose Canseco had two home runs. My first, first ever game, game had... in New York was David Wells pitching when that was cool. Big David first Wells, like he was game... drunk for the game. Yeah, oh no doubt. First ever still... game I went to at Fenway was David Wells. I, I think so. <laughs> he would be good at my team. First one I, first one Big I ever dude. went to was. Sox and in, uh, Indians, now Guardians. Um, Carlos Baiega hit two home runs over the Monster. The Sox lost like 7-1. to one. And then the first game, I remember at Yankee Stadium, we went down as a group of us who took a bus down. We're sitting in like, not in the bleachers, but in like right field, like third deck. And I remember the Sox were, the Yankees I, won the game 2-1, two, two to one, I think. or Couldn't one remember. Or, Sox won the, the Yankees won the game, it was July 4th weekend. Two to one, and I believe the Sox had the bases loaded with nobody out in the top of the ninth and couldn't score a fucking run to tie it. Yikes. Rivera, baby. Um, since we're talking about baseball, Gola, do you want to touch on how fancy baseball season's going? Fuck you guys. Oh, it's not good. I mean, I started the season five and one, and I'm there's a high likelihood I'm going to be five and seven after this week. So. <laughs> Uh, How's your pitching staff been doing? At least you're in the playoffs still, though. Over under your pitching staff's ERA over the last two weeks combined, 9.6 ERA. Over under. (laughs) I think it's under. It's not. It's not. It's. It might be 9.5. You said at one point last week it was. uh, 27 runs and 27 innings. And I think I finished last week with like a little over a five or just like five and a half. And then I started hot this week. I think I had Syndergaard go two thirds of an inning, went up four earned. Um, hey, at yeah, least it's, it's happening it now, and not at the end of the year. Right? right, and that's what I keep telling myself. I'm like, don't overreact. Like, you just got to get into the playoffs. You got to just be there, close the end. And um, I don't know, but it's it's it, it hasn't been good. That's for fucking sure. How's your season going, Show Dog? Not bad. Um, Look at him. You know what he's like. Favorable. You see him. He's like a smirking over there. He's favorable like, oh, want... uh, additions of my pitching staff and my hitters. You know, I have I have some decent hitters, man. Like I've been riding. Sometimes the guys are hot, and I've been able to ride them. And then sometimes they suck, and they just sit them on my bench for a while. Um, I, it's been a nice little combination right now. But you have fucking Trout, and you have fucking Jordan Alvarez. So yeah, those two guys are doing decent. Well, you, G, Tucker had a pretty fucking big night the other night. He did. He got, well, he got, um, oh, time. I feel like he got overshadowed by uh, Judge because Judge had a monster. Night. I don't have Judge, but I feel like everyone was talking about Judge at night, but Tucker had two homers and six stakes that night, too. So I know we really uh, talked about it a little bit in the group chat, but it's comical, right? Like the Yankees and fucking Judge couldn't come to an agreement on an extension. Mm-hmm. And Judge is like, gonna have a well you know it'd be tough for him to have a career because he had 54 and like 125 one year but i don't think the price tag for fucking judge is going down at all no no that's the thing about the guy like i feel like the last couple of years like he he's been injured and 
he does, but when the guy's healthy, he just fucking, he's a goddamn menace. Yeah. Like, he just gets on so base, goddamn. and now but he's like, adding la- more, more and more power. It was like last night, or I think it was last night. Did he hit two homers last night, or was that Monday? I think it was Monday. Uh, yeah. Whatever night it was, yeah. like, he was like three for four with two homers night. and a double. Was that last night? Yeah, it was last I'm night. pretty positive the double he hit, if Camden, or oh, whatever, yeah, Camden Yards, if they didn't move the fences back, it would have been a home run last year because wow. they moved left field back like fucking whatever it was, 40 feet. And they I think that was a ball higher too, I think. And I think it was it was a homer in 29 of the 30 ballparks. Wow. It's crazy wow. to see those no, stats. He's, um... Yeah, he's yeah, a beast. He's an absolute he's beast a this year. Gigantic fucking man, too. So next time we talk, we'll be we've Celtics will have played a couple times. Yep. We'll be uh, hitting up Boston. We'll be probably hung over, or as Fagola yep. says, hung titties on Sunday. That's gonna be <laughs> epic. Um, we'll recap. We well, may. Yeah. I I I'm still trying to convince the guys to fucking bring a laptop and a mic down and record yeah. when we get back from the boss side of the night. Maybe drop a bonus episode there next week, but. <laughs> Yeah, we'll recap the weekend. Uh, let you guys know how much fucking debauchery we got into. Um, obviously, we all have kids and don't really do this very often, so it ought to be fucking interesting. That's right. Um, follow us on uh, Instagram and on Twitter, uh, BDB, uh, Beer's Dad Ball, and then uh, please subscribe, follow us. Um, it helps us out big time. Give us a rating. Um, give us an honest rating. That's fine. Leave us a comment. We appreciate it. Preferably, Um, it's a good one. Yeah, preferably a good one. Mm -hmm, But, mm -hmm. hey, until next time, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Peace. Thanks, guys. Yeah.